Ever wondered how a law firm generates business or how to choose the right candidate for your firm? Wanted to know how the legal landscape is changing? What is this legal tech that everyone keeps talking about? And where is the work-life balance today's snack? I, Anshul Gupta, the co-founder of Might Legal, brings to you Raising the Bar. Your very real and candid take into the workings and insights of being in the legal business in the post-COVID world of 2021. In this podcast, I reach out to my colleagues in the legal fraternity to talk about all the questions you as a lawyer may ponder about. Today, we talk to someone who made the leap of going down the legal tech route with his firm with over 20 plus years in existence. Lexport has seen the legal industry in India evolve and firsthand seen the shift in the paradigm to the new way of work. Today, we talk to Mr. Srinivas Courtney, founder and managing partner of Lexport, about how things have changed for the Indian legal fraternity and is upgrading oneself the key to survival in today's time? Welcome, Mr. Courtney. Thank you so much for your time today afternoon. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and Lexport and how exactly Lexport started? Good afternoon, Anshul. Thanks for inviting me for this session. Actually, Lexport, uh, the idea germinated in the year 1999. I was the IT professional to start with, just like you. And for a few years, I worked in that domain and then I moved on to the law, legal field. I worked with a law firm for about five to six years in different capacities. I joined as an intern and then uh, I was, uh, by the time the six years period was over. So I was a full-fledged uh, legal professional. My intention of getting into law from the beginning was to do something uh, on my own as an entrepreneur. The confidence when I got it to do it, I started doing it. First January 2000 onwards, Lexport has been there and we have slowly and uh, steadily progressed into uh, where we are. Actually, I started it alone uh, in uh, 2000. Got it. So you've been an entrepreneur for more than 20 years then? Yeah, <laughs> Great, sir. So, you know, Lexport has been there in the industry for such a long time and, you know, you, you've you've seen all the ups and downs, all the various changes in the legal sector. You know, my first question to you would be that before automation, how exactly were things done at Lexport? Before automation, also there was some automation. You didn't have uh, apps and uh, resources available right now, but in bits and pieces, there were uh, things. Like, for example, we extensively used Google Calendar. We extensively used all the Microsoft resources. Email we were using from right day one. So in a way, the IT applications are being used. The only thing is that the specialized apps which you're talking about right now, which APIs connecting to different databases, codes being online, the calendars being online, that stuff has been a transition. But then as far as IT is concerned, day one, I had a PC to myself. So maybe in the year 2004, I got my first Apple laptop. So therefore, last 16, 17 years, I'm on my laptop. Before that, I mean, as far as I remember, uh, desktop was there. So I do remember that when just joined the profession, only WordStar was there. One computer in 10 people were <coughs> dependent on that. Those days also I've seen. I've seen days before that also where the typewriter or electronic typewriter was the only source uh, or the infrastructure available in terms of word processing. 
and even from the word processing perspective seen it grow from wordstar to the modern word and different other applications whether it is spreadsheets whether it is whether it is presentation powerpoints or other things so there has been progress and there have been incremental developments every now and then but yes i mean it was there i mean i won't say that there was no it at all in fact before uh, using the mike legal platform and other platform for our workflow management for about 7 8 years we used our own cloud based task management system we used to call it lex tracker and all our assignments were there online and then we were getting reminders and intimations on email on on sms etc so we try to develop our own in house thing but then since that is not our focus area we didn't focus on that but yes it served its purpose till we came to you we were using our own in house database or work management system on cloud got it so so you know one of the interesting questions here that a lot of our listeners and viewers would particularly be you know excited to know your views is that where did you hear the word legal tech right when when were you you know when did you first experience the concept of legal tech and did you ever imagine that you would be investing in it and actually be working so closely with it as far as technology is concerned i was never averse i was always open and uh, since i my initial grounding was in technology i knew that uh, it can do wonders it can automate uh, tedious tasks in a very sweet manner so first time i could uh, sense it right from the beginning i knew that something would happen but we were all waiting there were legal databases there were search engines coming in in the legal domain we were looking at courts getting automated every now and then we were seeing e governance happening every realm i mean look corporates have a different take on it because they have more deep pockets and they have more need because the reach the amount of data they have to process is humongous so they would be the first to get into it but as law firms also i think most of the progressive law firms were trying to experiment into different applications and as far as the term legal tech is concerned i think i i must have heard for the first time around 2010 11 kind of period because a lot of technology was coming into the financial sector side that is fintech insurance sector and whatever sector you name of some kind of intervention was happening through these new age companies mostly emerging from bangalore which was the cyber capital of the country so we were doing some assignments with some investors and we were doing diligences on some companies so we were doing cutting edge uh, technologies being implemented in uh, practical uh, applications whether it is telecom whether it is telephony whether it is fintech insurance etc so therefore that understanding was there and uh, then these apps were coming in aggregators marketplaces e-commerce so once this is coming in it's all about putting them together integrating the payment gateway processing the transactions databases having the reports the way you want and then giving an interface to the various stakeholders whether it's your employees or whether it's your customers or whether it is now like even tax payment gst portal i mean it's everything automated i mean nothing is now left behind i think yeah. even parchun ka dukan walas are having small systems and applications to capture all their stock and then their printing of invoices etc it was happening even then but then at a particular level they were being done now even the smallest of the users are using technology and legal tech is here to stay like technology in other sectors and we have to adopt it 
and from the very beginning i knew that we need to keep looking around because there's so many options it is very difficult to choose sometimes yeah you end up getting invest your time and efforts into one application and then you realize that it is either the promoter is not serious or mm. the application is on a old platform or a technology or what yeah. you want is not happening because as human beings we want uh, the best awesome. always the best and then we are talking uh, to others in the market then you're getting to know the better things so yeah. i mean always even the vendors have to be on their toes of course like you have to constantly improve and iterate to give the best experience so so definitely agree with that i i think you know working from that point at least whenever we talk about legal tech from a vendor perspective we've seen a level of hesitation you know from legal teams where there is an attitude the legal tech is taking away jobs is it really needed so why in your perspective is there so called a negative attitude when it comes to legal tech and do you think that's changing i understand from where you're coming almost every place people who are working there is a resistance i think i mean my guess guesstimate is that it is sheer laziness and we also get busy with our own stuff and transactions and cases and, and doing business promotion etc so the moment you your attention transgresses for a little bit they stop using it that's what i have seen the teams so i think it is basically the attitudes of the people they have uh, basic thing is laziness and resistance to change that's a natural uh, human trait they just want to do the way they have been doing it for years and even the new kids they they are uh, i mean they're using technology but when it comes to an application where you need to create projects and tasks and you need to fill in data so that it helps you later on so they are averse to filling in data so therefore that is basically an attitude issue i don't think there is any other thing and the stick only works that i've seen as managing partners or the it heads in law firms or any other organizations also the entire approach has to change that either you work on this platform or then thank you if you are soft if you are polite i don't think new technologies can be adopted it has to be forced in the beginning and once you see the fruit of it people automatically start using it i think, yeah, I think it's the it. initial friction that i think both the vendor and the client need to and get the other thing is that nobody want to get measured what it yeah. does is it measures your time spent what have you done yeah and people just want to play around on objective phenomenon that i have done this done that yeah on the ground they don't want to capture that i think that is also an important thing i mean like for banks and insurance companies are so huge can't uh, work without that system i think days to come that is that has to be there i mean if you are logging on to your laptop it has to be into the system then only you can even access your email i am sure there are other applications which are doing it but they are extremely prohibitive and expensive for med- mediocre and small offices yeah. to invest into such kind of uh, platforms but then that is i think that is the only way and then i know days to come technology always initially it is very expensive and then it becomes affordable in fact you know whenever we talk to our clients we always tell them that efficiency is now a competitive advantage and you know uh, technology automation actually gives you that advantage so i right. think as you mentioned you know it needs to go from the management to the firm otherwise it's never going to get implemented the partners are not doing then the associates won't also won't do yeah. and the problem with now is that the partners are in the cusp zone they are from the 80s and 90s when there were no computers if they have a resistance it can it can be understood but those kids who are of after 2000 if they don't do it it hurts 
because they have born in technology they use smartphones from day one they have been using all these uh, yeah. youtubes and everything absolutely so absolutely. they have more resistance it's when i see that it is not resistance to technology it is resistance to being measured which i feel and i am very clear about that and very certain about that and in days to come i would want to though i would not want to be seen as a draconian one but then that there's no other option i think you've taken a very interesting point that the resistance to being measured is also what causes legal tech to not scale uh, specifically if you want to assess them they'll make a list and come but they would never maintain the database which we have given yeah it has to be both ways i mean we have to push as a organizational philosophy it has to come and i think pandemic has also played a little bit because we have been working yes. from home and all that and uh, the mental health because work also dipped if you don't have much work what will you force people to do exactly look when it's a going thing yeah then there are many transactions happening many things are happening your interactions are happening you're meeting in office every day so that energy is different got it but got it. we have to change our mindsets and use it i mean because more so when uh, in the pandemic time because there's a better control on your own database what all your your files what you have done whether it's been built or not built any organization there's a life cycle of doing work and getting built and otherwise the organization will get defeated got it the whole purpose it. is to do your work whatever service you're yeah. giving or products you're selling or manufacturing and then billing it and recovery and then finally linking it with the accounting so that your accounts capture your data sure transaction data and then your returns go and all that's how an organization functions so therefore the core business or the core services are an integral part it's a law firm the lawyers are working on tasks on litigation on consulting on representation and other aspects and they perform those iterative jobs that should be captured the output should be captured the transaction should be captured the billing should be captured then it becomes very simple i mean every associate you know how much person has contributed towards a larger pie got it got it so following up on that question you know covid obviously pushed a lot of products to be onboarded you know like you mentioned people are working from home so they are being pushed to you know onboard legal tech but if we keep covid aside what would be few motivating factors from your perspective that made lexport invest into legal tech you know if you could shed some light on that covid is just an excuse it came it's an intervention i think we were adopting legal tech even before covid to be very honest with you we were using a software called provokil which is again linked to the courts databases much before i think last 6 7 years we've been using it in one form or the other and we took more features even before covid and i i think your software also we have taken before covid i think yes sir yes covid in fact validated our decision yes many others have started during the covid or after yeah. covid but we were very clear that we need to move on to the technology because look if you want to work from home yeah might as well adopt the platform got it so i mean it's just a, a little sticky situation because we don't want to put people at risk for people who are working from home we would make it compulsory and i would want help from services companies like you to sit with us and chalk out a strategy wherein awesome. there's no escape right yeah. now there's a possibility that they may not get into it and still work yeah if i integrate everything into that platform my marking of the work emails sending emails to the clients everything if it is there in yeah. one platform then there is no escape so so like you you know mentioned earlier 
you know in india legal tech companies have started to come up there have been multiple companies for each aspects right from case management ip management a case law research etc so it would be very interesting to know your thoughts as a managing partner how do you choose among different products and more importantly how do you look at the roi from the tools how do you calculate that and have the tool become successful within the firm to be very honest with you when we are in practice the smaller firms do not have the wherewithal to compute the differences what was the, i mean as as this is analytics right though we know intuitively that if this is done it will save a lot of time and we can feel that saving in time and resources also but there is no measure of course we are sitting with you and then analyzing it and when you are asking questions you are when you are sending questionnaire we are able to capture that in, in the form of numbers but with firms like us most of the firms it is intuitive you know exactly i mean if it's a for example as simple as if you are doing a search i know that one associate give a search if that person will takes two or three days to get the report yeah if it is we in the trademark registry database or elsewhere but yeah. then if there's a tool it's just boolean uh, options and then the database and the application throws the report to you yes i mean the time time spent is like a fraction of what you would be spending in a mechanical world yeah a physical world so therefore i am again repeating it's not that people are not using databases yeah. they are using code costless and those orders etc they are using then ip management they are using right searches they are using all that they are using but task management is what they don't want to use that's oh. what my conclusion is because that is something which reflects what they are doing yeah. i am very very clear about it most of the managing partners are facing this some people who are very very aggressive may be able to push it if you are a little soft then nobody wants to they'll use it for a little while and then once you look that other way they stop got it got it so i think uh, not only for the vendor that's also becomes a challenge for the partners or the managing partner who want to deploy absolutely. these solutions absolutely so therefore i have ideas probably i'll sit and then make a strategy as to how to enforce it because there should be no option but to use it once that happens then there's no escape got it got it So, so I would love you know take you back in time and just to understand a bit about how day one was for you when you started looking at you know either when you first started using Mike Legal or any other legal tech solution. How was day one? Was there nervousness amongst the team? Was there resistance? There's a mixed feeling of nervousness and also excitement in some. Yeah, and also some time is spent on learning it. Yes, yes. and then it becomes a part of your life it's like any other thing it's like riding a bicycle or whatever i mean like whatever life skills you learn it's the same it's like going to the school the first day yeah and then you go to the weekend then you some people look forward to going and some people don't want to go that's a different thing but you have no option but to go to school got it got it i think i think that's very interestingly put so so you know uh, lexport and mike legal have been you know working together for like i think two two and a half years at least you know in your perspective how is the team's reaction now from when they first started has the way lexport would work on particular aspects changed using legal tech i'll be very upfront with you i myself not used the product let me put it that way because the other partner who was handling ipr was driving it but the feedback which i got 
initially there was a little apprehension as to how it is how it will work certain features are not known there was more to and fro with between our teams and your teams to understand a little technicalities but right now they'll vouch by it i mean they're like thrilled because some of the matters we were so efficient because of the application that our teams are like very very happy i mean at least the entire ip team whoever it is whether it is legal paralegal associates yeah. people have been coming and going also but then there is a positive feedback as far as this platform is concerned got it got it. i think that's you know we're very happy to you know definitely hear about that uh you know i think my next question would be more on where you see the future of legal tech in india right like if we look at from a vendor perspective legal tech in india as a market uh, in terms of maturity is years behind if you look at the us uk market so where do you think legal tech would be in india what would be the interesting opportunities in your perspective you know when we look at legal tech when uh, the computers were being introduced into offices right there were many people who said that i'll never do it i'll not okay. touch a computer i'll not touch a laptop and those who adopted it they are now ceos those who are who resisted they resisted for 2 years 3 years 4 years but eventually yeah. they had no option because client is sending an email you can't say i don't touch a computer or you won't get a secretary every yeah. time so they had to fall in line but in the process they lost about 4 5 years 6 years they were brilliant people but because of the resistance and because of the craziness they lost the opportunities same thing is going to happen to legal tech also something like i don't want to use whatsapp somebody can yeah. say that i'm not talking about people who are not in business if somebody is in a government employment or some other kind of a i'm not degrading them in any manner but they don't need to provide that resource for business so people who are in business who have to communicate with multiple persons who have to generate business and perform execute etc there is no escape you can't i won't use email you send a courier or you send a hard copy every time you say they'll say is this baba a mad fellow yeah. so same thing is going to happen to legal tech also it is going to take over completely every aspect of it because today a firm like us will be a little apprehensive because the costs are prohibitive but yeah. the day it becomes affordable and it will be figured out it's like the self learning machine learning softwares are there i mean every year whatever issues are there that those are getting corrected like any other software and there will be an occasion when the courts are linked the clients are linked right the entire database is there you can mail from there you can your word processor is there so entire thing is in one application it's just like a laptop in, yeah. in your laptop you can do legal research you can do you can open safari and then you can open those manupatra or other databases where you want to do case law research you can access the court website right you can write a mail to your client you can receive client you can yes. keep your documents in a folder it was unthinkable 10 yeah. years back 20 years yeah. back you had to have one person going to the court and doing it one yes. clerk doing it somebody delivering some hard copies to you some phone call coming i mean if you saw that cartoon wherein yeah. the table in the 80s and 90s it used to have 1010 gadgets stapler yeah. and this and that calculator and i don't know what fax machine yeah. and so many things and today either your smartphone or a laptop is good enough so if you don't want to use a smartphone or laptop and if you want to you crowd with all that nobody else is doing it with whom will you handshake of course definitely definitely so technology is like a disease it will only the health of the person who is afflicted with the disease will be i mean like he is he has to suffer sure. eventually when he recovers he'll be yeah. yons behind people who adopted it easily got it got it that's what i keep saying 
great sir so just before we wrap up what would be few points that you would like to give or put forward to other partners managing partners in firms who are a bit hesitant about legal tech i am saying that my advice would be that the cost of employing legal tech is much much lesser than what you will suffer in terms of delays in terms of efficiency in terms of integration etc cost to your practice you are not able to see it yeah right if you sit down what is happening by you not adopting legal tech you will realize that and also day by day the license fees or the access fees to these technologies is getting very very affordable i mean yeah. a few thousands only right yeah. so therefore okay in 1994 a compact presario laptop 286 was costing 3 and 1/2 lakhs <laughs> right so yeah. therefore who would want to buy that so even if somebody wanted to have a technology in his office he has to think 350 lakh times to get yeah. it or not in yeah. a desktop with about a lakh and odd and today what has happened yeah. money's value has come down even after inflation you can get it in a few thousands a second hand yeah. laptop could come in 10000 rupees 15000 rupees anywhere yeah. you go to neeruppes you'll get diamond dozen so even if you want a decent one 30000 rupees so i think all these softwares they're not much expensive at all if they're expensive there are options you look at the one which is less expensive there's so many youngsters who are coming into yeah. the technology space and they're providing affordable technologies and you must commend them that they're applying their intellect they're putting their time i know i have myself developed softwares etc yeah. initially so i know it is not an easy task to make an application of course you have examples you can see other things etc yeah. and the coding also has become easier now with plug and play things most of the plug and play softwares but still it is coming at a, in a very affordable price so i think the partners managing partners should look at all the options call people look at the demonstrations understand how it, the intervention can help them improve yeah. their processes and yeah. then benefit from that and even if they don't want to eventually they'll be forced to yeah. a couple of great great so so thank you so so much for your time you know this is very interesting to hear you know more importantly you know the one point that i absolutely loved was people are resistant to getting measured and you know if if that can be circumvented in a way you know definitely more solutions can be onboarded and have a successful onboarding so thanks a lot Absolutely. for your time more importantly for you shedding your thoughts on why there's hesitancy on legal tech and what are few pointers for other partners and hopefully you know our listeners and viewers can be inspired to also be more open to legal tech and its impact so thank you so much once again and thank you to lexport for being a fellow partner and you know a wonderful client for my legal for so many years thank you so much sir wonderful i mean it is a real pleasure talking to you and congratulations to you for creating such masterpieces of applications which help the industry in doing their work much more efficiently and effectively and best wishes to you for all your future endeavors thank you so much sir thank you for your support take care sir thank bye bye so that was a great talk today i hope it's helped many of you listening in getting a great perspective on legal tech and its adoption from an industry veteran like mr shrinivas kotney make sure to follow us on social media and look for updates on our next episode where we interview two people who are using law each day to make the society safer for victims of various crimes and circumstances we will be talking to shri kanwaljit arora member secretary of dslsa and abila wali secretary dslsa south
who will enlighten us on what the life in public service is for a lawyer or a judge. Till next time, signing off for now. This is Anshul Gupta, your host of India's very own legal and tech podcast, Raising the Bar.